0: The price of gold go down. I haven't. Okay.
1: Yo, and welcome to High the place where we put the fame in infamy. I'm Joe, one of three people involved in today's particular show. Joined today by Eric and Ezra. On today's program, we're gonna talk about the state of the quarterbacks for the Panthers and the Falcons and ask who's in more trouble. Talk about their drafts and how we got there. I'm gonna give the guys 10 NFL headlines and have them pick two headlines of the week. We got a sponsor read. We got our unnecessary bets and crystal ball. But how are you guys doing? What's going on? What's the latest? Oof.
0: Here we, you know, we are, we another week. That
2: was kind of a what we thought was going to be an underwhelming weekend of football turned into a few uh, really good games. The matchups were weak. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: but the storylines are still plentiful uh in this way so where do you want to start you want me to go into the panthers versus the falcons or do you want me to hit you with the headlines
2: Ooh, let's let's might as well start at the bottom that way there's only one <laughs> way up all right. all
1: right so i want to talk about this concept of risk taking and draft status and what do you do with your draft picks these teams kind of have similar backgrounds last couple of years both been bad but not necessarily the worst not not the number one one overall pick The Falcons' last three drafts have been number four, number eight, and number eight. So you get a really good player at four, eight, and eight, but you don't usually get the guy. You don't get Joe Burrow at eight. Uh, You know you don't get uh, Zach Wilson at eight either. But you know whatever you know. Uh, But there's a risk involved in taking quarterback that high. CJ Stroud looks amazing. Bryce Young for the Panthers does not look great, and so we got to talk about this. Both the Panthers and the Falcons. Don't seem to have a stud at quarterback right now. Bryce Young, three games in. Don't want to get over too overboard, but let's review what they traded for Bryce Young. And the Whoa. important thing here is that they picked Bryce Young ahead of C.J. Stroud, who looks awesome, and Anthony Richardson, who also looks pretty awesome. And their teams are doing well, and the Panthers look stuck in the mud. They look terrible. They don't have an offensive line. They don't seem to have any playmakers either. It's not looking good. Bryce Young also looks shaky. Here's what they traded for Bryce Young. The number nine overall pick this year. The number 61 overall pick in last year's draft. A first in 2024. So this year's first. They don't have this year's first. I was astounded when I saw that right now the Bears have both the number one and number two overall draft picks. (laughs) And I was like... Hey, that can't have ever happened before. And how is that even possible? And then so from Carolina and I say, Carolina traded their next year's first round pick. Yeah. It was one of those mind blowing when they announced that
2: deal to jump up because what they they moved up one spot, right? From
1: number nine to number one. I think it
0: was. Yeah, it was a handful of spots.
1: So anywhere in the top four, you know, could have gotten them one of those quarterbacks. They went all the way to one. And right now it looks like they got the least – ready guy let's that being generous here he's at least right the not ready compared to these other guys
0: they got the shortest guy so they, there's they that. also yeah. gave a
1: 20 they also gave a 2025 second round pick and dj moore who free dj moore now he's on the bears he's on the panthers can we get this guy on a decent team i know right Can he's, you imagine? he's gonna set the record for least wins of all time for a receiver that has a thousand yards in uh, for two different teams So what do you make of this? I mean, they they did I mean, did they just blow it? They don't have their pick this year. They could have just done nothing, been awful, and drafted a quarterback this year, that's probably gonna be more promising. The quarterbacks at the top could have had Caleb Williams, you know. They'd have they'd be in the driver's seat to have Caleb Williams. Instead, they went all in for Bryce Young. And when you go all in on a quarterback and you miss, and again, I'm open minded here. Not not, but it, but it doesn't look great doesn't look great they at least seemingly made the wrong choice when, look, when you take that risk and and you miss yeah you're, you're just destitute that's it your your franchise is is sunk for several years
0: right it, ma- yeah, it makes for a rough three to five years going down the line and and i i know this from fan-based experience because i watched my oakland raiders go all in for the wrong quarterback with the number one overall pick, uh, you know, be a little 15, Jamarcus Russell years ago, the old yeah. Jamarcus Russell pick. What a disaster that was for completely different reasons. Right. You know, I mean, this guy, big quarterback, you know, perhaps a little too big, uh, yeah, little too big, <laughs> too big uh, since he seems to be, less interested in uh, hitting the treadmill at any point in time during his professional career uh, and really just didn't seem like he wanted to like, didn't really enjoy playing the game perhaps. And that's part of the issue, but yeah, I mean, Bryce young, he has 500 passing yards in three games. He has two total touchdowns and, you know, passing touchdowns in three games. Uh, These are, not good numbers, you know, uh, compared to, as you noted, you know, a C.J. Stroud who's got a little over 1,200 yards, uh, six touchdowns in four games, right? He's played the extra game.
1: No um, INTs for C.J. Stroud.
0: Right, right. I mean, he looks like, shoot, I mean, he looks like he's, you know, an MVP front runner right now. I don't know. That's an overstatement, but um, he's looking like certainly an offensive rookie of the year action On lock at the moment for a team that is, you know, starting to turn things around, uh, had a slow opening, but's won a couple of games, right? As opposed to a Carolina team that just hasn't looked like they were really even in any of the games that they played. I would say the closest game that they looked like perhaps they had a chance was the one game that Bryce Young didn't play. Uh, where they rolled out, you know, the old red rocket Andy Dalton uh, and said, uh, let's see what we can do here And he brought in a little bit of magic until it sort of fizzled in the second half against the Seahawks. but that's just a, a spoiled draft and you know, I assume we'll talk about the Falcons in a second, but uh some weird things happening
1: so so let's talk about the Falcons because they're equally kind of in trouble. They have the vibe of we have everything but. And we got everything but the quarterback, which is to say you have nothing. Because if yeah. you don't have the quarterback, it's kind of like nothing. we've got
2: we got everything except for the keys for the car.
1: <laughs> the car is here and it's built. <laughs> yeah, the car is built. The engine is in. Where'd you guys put the keys? <laughs> we forgot to make a key. You what? What? You, so yeah, it, it, the offensive line looks pretty good. The defense looks solid enough, you know, to win some games. The running backs, the playmakers, should be there. So, their last three drafts, Kyle Pitts, tight end number four.
0: Bit of a reach there, but. Not a good pick at four.
1: Uh, Jamar Chase went five. Dramatically underused, too. Jamar Chase went five. Jalen Wano went six. Penny Swill, offensive tackle. All looking way better uh, so far. But maybe that's not Kyle Pitts' fault.
0: I, you know, I think Ezra's right, though, that a lot, you know, a, a big problem with the Falcons is not necessarily this strategy of drafting these sort of potentially breakout offensive players. But it's the fact that the offensive scheming doesn't seem to be really doing much at all to utilize these guys in any effective way. Part of it, of course, is the fact that they really haven't invested in a quarterback at all. Right. Ritter is not really um doing much for anybody and the result is even if the offensive line is decent you have these issues where people can just stack the box um, because they aren't really opening up the passing game at all even though they have kyle pitts drake london right some exciting young guys uh and the result is that then B. john robinson who also you know i think has the potential to have a great nfl career he has zero rushing touchdowns right now through four games zero um because they're just Everybody's just stacking the box, knowing that they're going to try to run, you know, anytime they get close and just locking them out because they're not going to pass.
1: So if you're the Falcons, let's see what they could have done. Right. So they're at number four. And the parallel here is that the Panthers went all in, took a risk, maybe on the wrong guy, might have missed. The Falcons have decided not to go all in, not to trade their picks, and they're in trouble, too. (laughs) But I guess at least they have their future picks. But yeah, that is,
2: that is where the trouble can be rectified.
1: You know, they, they do still have, have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> they still have a chance to be so bad that you get a good quarterback. Yeah, they could still,
2: job. they could still see another top eight pick, right? You know, there's, they could have another top eight pick, you know, they, they actually have some possible trade bait that they could, you know, trade out there. That's the other thing. If you look at the Panthers, I mean, they're even running out of people to deal for picks no <laughs> they, they don't have who do they, they have everything. on that roster that they could trade to
1: to try to bring some picks back their way in, so in 2021 kyle pitts goes four yeah. Tre- trevor lawrence goes one all right they were never trading you trevor lawrence right there's, right. there's no trade-up yeah. off of this. yeah
2: that contract was dry before the draft so.
1: zach wilson goes two. i'm mm, not gonna argue should have should have traded up there trey ah, lance goes yeah. three
0: mm. also who knows it didn't really work Who knows
1: Justin Fields goes 11 Mac Jones goes 15. I mean, should they Trevor Lawrence is off the table? Should they have gone all in for any of those guys?
2: If you, if you have the gift of hindsight right now, you would look at all those guys and go, I wouldn't have even, you know, I wouldn't have spent a, a two on, on Wilson. I wouldn't have spent a three on Lance. So they,
1: so the Falcons win there by not, but yeah,
2: by just standing pat, they kind of win by not mortgaging. You know, what would they have had to sacrifice to jump up to two or three? You know, would it, have yeah, made... it would have been
1: not worth it because those guys weren't the answer in 2022. Right. No quarterbacks until Kenny Pickett goes at 20 overall to Pittsburgh. So, and he, you know, hasn't, hasn't been anything special. So, can't really argue that they should have taken a quarterback at eight and there was no one to trade up for. Right. right. So, maybe they get a pass here. But 2023, the Panthers elected to go from nine to one. So the Falcons could have gone, presumably, from eight to one. You know, that could have been an option. (laughs) Yeah, they would have had to give up. Yeah, now I don't think Houston was trading number two because they needed a quarterback. And I don't think the Colts were trading number four. So you would have had to go all the way to one if you wanted one of these guys. But I mean, in a way, should the Falcons have gone all in and just picked a different guy? Like what if the Falcons had C.J. Stroud instead of Bijan? I'm a huge fan of Bijan. Bijan's going to be amazing. They'd be in such a better spot if they went for C.J. Stroud. So you just got these – you got this risk of going for it. You got this risk of not going for it. And Yeah, I, I still think they, – They're giving both up screwed multiple, it up.
2: If you're giving up multiple number ones, you can't miss.
1: And yeah. you know, Especially next year's number one. Yeah. And your own. I mean, you're giving your own number one. You're better off having another team's future pick and then yeah. – yeah, because I
2: mean, if you miss, and let's face it, talent evaluation in the NFL is extremely difficult. You know, the separation sure. between what an NFL player is and a really good college player is so finite. You can't, you know, you can't really make that call every single time. I mean, what's the success rate of, of you know, if you look at a draft, how often would you go back and redraft and 70% of it has changed? you know so it's you can kind of go back and and hindsight it to death but i'd say given anytime you're giving up a ton of picks that better be for a guaranteed thing the only team and to give up a no ton of guarantee picks in the, draft.
1: the only team to give up a ton of picks move up and pick the wrong quarterback and still survive is the 49ers <laughs> yeah <laughs> because they <laughs> also picked Brock Purdy with the last freaking pick in the entire draft so You blow the number three pick, perhaps you know. At least at this point in Trey Lance's career, he had an injury there, but it wasn't looking super promising in my opinion. But then totally nail the last guy. (laughs) It's impressive, really, you know, to to trade up three first to get that number three, blow it, and it doesn't even matter. So overall, the Falcons are in a better spot because they haven't taken the risk yet and they haven't missed. But they they did miss an opportunity, perhaps, to get CJ Stroud or Anthony Richardson. Yeah, so, there's some,
2: there's some opportunity costs there. Right. I mean, there, I like do. that way of
1: putting it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they have, but at the same time, you know, the draft, the draft coming out this year's probably one of the stronger ones, you know? Oh yeah. There's at least three or four. Seem yeah. There's at least three or four yeah. really, really decent NFL ready quarterbacks, you know, that they could probably, you know, having the picks that they do and some, you know, some of the, trade fodder that they have you know they could package a pits and some picks to maybe jump they, up they and,
1: might have to end up trading for justin fields <laughs> yeah right a new, new qb this year or something like that so yeah, which overall, is that's, I'd rather be a that's all, that's all yeah. a
2: possibility too they could end up you know they could end up pulling in somebody else's you know they could end up pulling in the next geno smith you never
1: know if it, that's what they need if the falcons just had
0: Somebody serviceable, Somebody right? Serviceable. Like, They'd be. Really last good. year, they had looked at the free agent market for quarterbacks and said, "Derek Carr, come on down." Yeah, you know, or yeah. even Baker Mayfield, come on down. These are guys that were looking for a starting job somewhere else that have experience in the league that have shown that they can throw the ball for three, four hundred yards and three, four, five touchdowns if <laughs> need be, uh, and that's really what they need with the weapons that they have
1: they they're kind of blowing it when you get the quarterback position wrong you're just in such hot water There's,
0: but maybe they got it so wrong that they won't even need to trade up maybe they're gonna have a top 10 pick <laughs> in this coming draft anyway uh and so maybe it's not caleb williams but it's you know bo Nix out of oregon or you know one of these other guys that's still been sort of flashing the goods we'll see
1: i'm gonna give you guys 10 headlines you tell me what two we're gonna talk about all right the Broncos Bears last week, which you mocked me for picking as the game of the week, <laughs> was actually the game of the week. Bills, Dolphins, 40, 48 to 20 snooze fest. Bears, Broncos, 31 to 28, 28. You had drama. You had everything in that game. Justin Fields came alive. Iber still blew it at the end. The Broncos got off the mat and somehow did something. Actually, the game of the week. And the second option, bad week for teams in orange. The Bengals, other than the Broncos, the Bengals lost 27 to three to the Titans. Mm, Not great. The Browns lost 28 to three to the Ravens. Not great. Their quarterback was cleared medically to play. Quarterback didn't want to play. Why is their team even releasing that? Something smells weird. Just keep that in house. If that's, if that's the case, bad week for teams in orange, not named the Broncos. Baker Mayfield is going to make the playoffs this year, right? The bucks are going to make the playoffs. Baker Mayfield, the new Tom Brady. Yeah. no. Uh, the Texans might actually be really freaking good and they hit a home run with CJ Stroud and Nico Collins. Looks legit, they got tanked, they got some playmakers. They might make the playoffs. The Lions trounced the Packers and they are primed to win the NFC North for the first time since never, never, it's never happened <laughs> in
0: 1993. Not since it was the NFC Central, at least in yeah. 1993,
1: they won the NFC Central. But that is a long time. Could someone uh, do the quick math? 1993, 30 years, 30 years since the Lions. Please give Detroit a winning team. The Tigers are awful. I guess the Red Wings (laughs) have had their. their How about
0: the number of years since the Lions have won the Super Bowl? I'll give you a hint. It's uh, or the number of times the Lions have won the Super Bowl. It's less than one.
1: Zero. Yeah, (laughs) nothing's going to mind. So but they might actually be good. They trounced the Packers in, in Lambeau. The the Chargers survive and Staley saves his job despite several head-scratching moves and the Raiders being terrible. Bill Belichick is being – the door is being pointed at and they're saying, hey, Bill, I'm not showing you the door, but the door is over there. And you you might want to walk through it, Bill, before this gets really ugly. Now, I hope he doesn't do that. He's got to keep fighting. But Bill Belichick just looking, mm, I don't know, more and more exposed worse is it just brady being gone is it is it kind of passing him by is it just time have i've had big problems with him surrounding himself with yes men as coaches the Bills silenced the dolphins the two mvp chatter is done the bills came out and said no it's still our division here the chiefs are three and one but look beatable and might zach wilson be kind of feisty is he gonna be good enough for the jets and the giants suck uh they lost 24 to 3 the seahawks and like that might they might be in the worst spot of any franchise because they just paid Daniel Jones like 45 million a year.
0: So yeah, they
1: already they're... paid their QB. And it's it's looking it's looking bad. So I mean the Falcons, it's not great, but Desmond Rinder is still on a rookie deal. Right. Uh, in a way, the Giants did the equivalent. They drafted Jones at six overall, and then they and then they doubled down on that. So all right, those are the main headlines for the week. What do you want to talk about?
0: Ezra, take your pick.
1: I, it,
2: it's more of kind of a roll up of all of it with the coaching thing of it. You know, I don't know what Staley's doing, but he's doing, it's almost like he looked at the scoreboard, realized that Chicago had a chance to win and then decided to do everything he could to lose that game. Um, Eberflus is what you're talking about. No, no Staley. It's like, I think he looked and saw, Oh, Chicago might win. <laughs> i bet better They're looking lose. good. Let, let me see what I can do to lose this game. We can't both win. They you know? definitely tried to lose.
0: They yeah, did they did everything, everything
2: they lose. could, you know. And the Raiders even, were like, uh, "No, we insist." Yeah. Even the Belichick thing, like I, you know, I watched the game, the game on Sunday with a bunch of Pats fans. Um, our buddy Jesse Z and some of his family was in from Boston. We went out to, we went out to the, uh, um, the Legacy Food Hall with, for the Cowboys watch party. You know, so we got a table of Pats fans, and fifteen minutes in, they're all talking. Man, it's time. Belichick's got to go. So the Pats fans it, are turning. Yeah. They I mean look I, at I think I think they're gonna let him ride out the
1: year. Oh, there's no way they're right gonna off. there's no way he doesn't get to it. but what if they go five and twelve? Do you give Belichick the chance to draft the QB and start over? No, if you have to give no. him a chance, right? I think, I I mean, think he's what he's done
0: off. for the franchise.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think he's riding off into the sunset at the end of this year, no matter how you
0: point it. Too many uh nepo babies on that uh coaching staff. Too many. Yeah, he I mean, loves mad, hiring his kids.
1: The Matt Patricia thing with the offense coordinator. I mean, that's just no. That's so bizarre. You, you can't do that. That is unacceptable. This is just unacceptably bad. You yeah, it's, it's like that. nobody. It's like the.
2: It's like that family member, right? Nobody's. Everybody's like looking around, like, "Hey, is somebody gonna, you know, talk to Dad about this?" Because, <laughs> you know, they're not right all the way in his head
1: here. I know dad keeps thinking this horse is going to come in, but he's kind of spending a lot of money at the track. Like, can we talk about, so the Patriots, they just made Trevor cornerback. They're making moves. Belichick's got to be feeling the heat. It's just a weird, ignominous ending so far. And I I don't know. He is a good coach. I personally am on the Brady, you know, was the, the machine there and Belichick was good enough, but
0: he's not, he hasn't been this bad. He, he's on another level.
1: All right, Eric, pick your headline.
0: You know, I I was almost about to pick the Chiefs looking like a beatable team and really delve just headfirst into the... Taylor Swift conspiracy theories. The the games are rigged. All those Taylor weird Swift on the cover of NFL the end of this Jets been... game. The the bad holding call on Sauce Gardner. The non holding call on the offensive line during that Mahomes thirty yard scramble. The fix is in, is all I'm saying. I know that Ezra is usually our guy here for that, but I think there's a fix in for the Chiefs as long as they're capitalizing on these Swifties. But instead, we're all in the state of Texas. Talking about sports right now, I don't know how we can't spend some time on this Houston Texans ooh, story.
1: Ooh, Houston, Houston Texans—they
0: look good uh,
1: suddenly. Yeah. And, and Tuaicoa Ryan's what's... early coach of the year candidate. You know, certainly rookie coach of the year. Look, love, black well, Shane coaches, looks Obviously, in, in, Shane Steichen's looking uh, good in, in Indianapolis. Yeah, Tuaicoa Ryan's best-looking coach in the in the NFL as well. Yeah. Yeah. they're two and two. So maybe we shouldn't go too overboard. They lost to Baltimore. Sure. So they lost to Indianapolis, but then they beat Jacksonville convincingly, 37-17. And then
0: and they beat the Steelers beat Pittsburgh convincingly. and Mike Tomlin, 30 to 6. And if you look at their schedule coming yeah. up, it looks good. It is soft. There, Atlanta, there is New Orleans by Carolina. the run.
1: Atlanta, New Orleans by Carolina, Tampa Bay.
2: Yeah. Right. Let us let us not forget, every year, one team goes from absolute worst in their division to the playoffs.
0: Look, they've got every the Broncos season. later on in the schedule. They've yeah. got uh the jets later on in the schedule. They've got the Cardinals. They have a Bengals team that looks like they don't know what they're doing at this point in time. So they okay. they could be in it. I mean 10 win Texans. I don't know. Ten, you know, 10 they,
1: might be aggressive. I think they could
0: slide in with a nine I swing big here. Okay. That's gonna be the
1: <laughs> if they're nine and eight they're not making the playoffs. If they're 10 and 7 they might yeah, that's you know, if eleven and six. It, they it may
2: not. It may not take much more than nine and eight to win that division. And
0: that division, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, there all four teams are two and two in that division yeah. right now. There is total parity. <laughs> it <laughs> just looks
1: like they hit jackpot with the number two pick there with CJ Stroud. Yeah, right. He looks awesome. the The teammates seem to really like him. Everyone's saying he sets the tone, and the tone is good.
0: Great rhythm oh. with Nico Collins, who's emerged yeah. as this major offensive, you know, figure. Uh, yeah, about, about the only team that, that
2: isn't performing to what they thought would was is Pierce. Right? I mean,
0: yeah, he hasn't been putting up
2: giant numbers or anything. But other than that, you know, nobody had the Texans doing anything better than maybe three and fourteen, four yeah, and
1: 13. probably five, six wins. You yeah, know, so it's kind of what you're expecting. I think,
2: I think the opening, I think the opening line on them was was four.
1: Or four and a half. So, I mean, they're they're, gonna, it's they're fun, looking it's good. Fun for them to be good. I mean, they're looking way better than the Bengals. The Bengals are looking so oh, bad. man, but but it's exciting in Houston. The defense looks solid enough. They're they're kind of putting it together right now. We'll see. That, so Atlanta this week. So are you going Texans Atlanta? What's the line on this
0: one? Oh, what is the line on this one? It's a good question. I want to say it's up. Atlanta one and a half. Yeah, that's tight. That's um, tight. Yeah,
1: right. it's a it's a Ooh, pretty. Tight. I I'd rather a CJ Stroud than Nisman Ritter if I'm betting. You know, I want to bet on the quarterback because you are when you bet on a team, yeah. the quarterback
0: is bad. You're just. Like, I mean, again, this is just a home team point spread, right? So, Atlanta's playing at home, so one and a half is. All right, give me
1: the Texans.
2: Yeah, Texans. Texans in that one and a half point. You never know. You know that's a. Uh...
1: I do think that Eric is sensing some social momentum, that people are ready for the Texans to be good. They're ready, you know, because they've been down for several years now. They're ready for the Texans to be good. And why not? Domingo Rhines is a good story. Seems like a one hell of a coach. So as a defense coordinator for the Niners, he was great. He's a former Texans player. So this just seems to be like perfect marriage here. Oh,
0: yeah, it's a good sense. year for them. They just inducted JJ Watt into their ring of honor, had that lovely ceremony. So what better time to sort of revitalize the franchise a bit here?
1: I like the no hesitation on the JJ Watt ring of honor. You know, some teams, yeah, like, like, they can wait like 20 totally years. retired. <laughs> yeah. He's he even filed his paperwork. And <laughs> some teams, they make him wait like 20, 25 years before they get honored. Texans are like, you retired yesterday. Let's do this. Let's do this Monday. Let's go. Yeah, we got go. go all this space up Yeah, we got this. <laughs> You're the best player of all time for our friend. You know, so I, it is a lot of fun in
0: this. Oh, space. yeah. It's so, like the Raiders just put Kenny Stabler in their ring. Yeah, I saw but that. I was it's like, like they waited until he died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Texans are like, no, man, we're in.
1: We're in. We want to be in the JJ Watt business right now.
0: Let's
1: Quick break to hear a word. word. From today's sponsor, today's show is brought to you by Average Class Learning Studio. Get average at your favorite tasks. Becoming an expert like Gordon Ramsay sound too intimidating? I agree. Learn how to be a totally fine, no one will rave, no one will complain style of chef instead. Intimidated by thinking about becoming a tennis wizard like Serena Williams? I hear you. When you sign up for Average Class. You will learn not from the best, but instead from the totally solid, which means you can get decent, but not great, even faster. Stop wasting your whole life trying to be an expert master and instead start getting average right away. Learn how to cook, play an instrument or serve a tennis ball like an average athlete. Impress your friends by not being terrible at things anymore. Hey, Tommy, I thought you sucked at cooking. I did, Johnny. And then I took an average class and now I don't mistakenly poison people anymore. Stop being terrible. Start getting average.
0: Average Class Learning Studio. Because what's more American than being just good enough?
1: These bets are so unnecessary. Probably bets, probably betting is the only more American, uh,
0: you know, being just good enough and being irresponsible with your money. That's it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the bets then. All right, so unnecessary bets of the week. It's in the title. These are unnecessary, but they're fun and uh, it's enjoyable. So, uh, you know, let's do this. Better Thursday night football, Bears plus six and a half at Washington. These Thursday night games, always wonky. Matchup of the week? Anybody? Ugh. Is this gonna be a barber? 31 I Man. have I don't have similar feelings about this one as I did last week being the game of the week.
0: I mean you know there, I'll take a, the commanders minus, you know, six and a half, probably, but I don't love it.
2: There's a fun there's a fun prop out there for uh, Fields Fields for two hundred and fifty plus yards, bears to cover that pays twelve to one. That That's the only reason that I would watch this game.
1: (laughs) Yeah, otherwise, people are like checking the Netflix, anything new, release. Yeah, no, uh... I'm sorry, man. There's
2: two new episodes of Only Murders in the Building I haven't watched yet. I, mean, I got plenty
0: of other things The
1: knew it, but... uh john wick the continental is out on peacock <laughs> right. yeah sc- i mean i'm that's, subscribed that's, that's for like, one month exactly yeah. the
0: boys spinoff you know gen v is out yeah, on amazon I mean, so i could literally be doing something else on amazon prime video rather than watching that game
1: yeah
2: that's I've, that's about how much interest i have in that
1: I've already subscribed and canceled to Peacock for Continental, but I still have like 27 days remaining. So I'm going to be good. <laughs> but, eh, you know, I'm like, hey, this is cool. I'm in for six bucks. For, for I time. definitely so I might be prioritizing that. Share What's the that?
0: login with you. So you have you know, one. If Peacock is listening, I'm definitely not going to share that login with you later.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking
0: about. Yeah. Yeah. not Early allowed.
1: Sunday game, two London games in a row. Trevor Lawrence. I want to see a reality show of how the how he's spending the week in London. I want him doing a bunch of crazy stuff. I want him at a fashion shoot. I want him doing other non-game stuff other than getting ready for the game. And then he comes in, smoking a cigarette, and wins anyway against the Bills. However, the Bills are favored, minus 5.5. Technically a neutral site game, but the Jaguars have been there way more yeah, than that's, that. And they've been here for 70. That's close to a home stadium for them. It's yeah. close to home stadium. The Bills are still 5.5. So it's maybe not quite a home stadium, but Vegas is basically saying the Bills are – Seven, eight points better.
2: They, I mean, if they come out looking like they did against Miami, yeah, they are absolutely
1: letdown game for the Bills. Give me the Jags in this one. Yeah, think they can they can make this happen.
2: Yeah, Uh. give me the give me the jag the Jags and the points. You know that that trip across the pond there tends to really bring scoring down, and I don't like giving up five and a
0: half. You no, know, I have to be the one that disagrees with everybody at least once each week. And so <laughs> it's good. I'm going <laughs> to stake out my position here, which is, you know, that they might need, not need to have an offensive output. Maybe they score 17, 20 points or something like that. But their defense has looked so good recently, really stymieing that explosive Miami offense, uh, you know, them and the Cowboys, I think, have had two of the best looking defenses over the last few weeks. So Bill's had a I bad like week them. one.
1: Kind of the, the right. throw everyone went right. off the scent kind of vibe. coming
0: out the gates a little rough, but uh otherwise, yeah. I I like them to cover here.
1: Not my favorite bet of the week or anything like that, but uh no. But I, I would go But hey, football at nine football
2: at nine thirty in the morning,
1: I'll take it. Yeah, that's pretty fun. As long as you don't forget to set your fantasy line, oh, you know, right. I'm, I'm down by 21 points already. What happened? What happened? Oh, crap! Uh, all right, let's go Monday Night Football and we'll come back it Packers minus one at Raiders. Raiders are bad, they always find a way to lose. Packers got embarrassed by the Lions 10, 11 days ago. They got the rest advantage, they got everything but the home field advantage, but it's in Vegas. I don't know that the Raiders really super staked out a crazy home field advantage yet. So yes. I, I kind of like the Packers, even though they're a favorite. Road favorites usually not my favorite uh, thing to bet, but well, I'm only given I'm going with line, Packers.
2: That's essentially a money line bet, right? So, I mean. Right. God.
0: I'm hard, with you, Joe. It's
2: hard to tell what the Raiders are going to do, because the only basis that you have for comparison is the Chargers actively attempting to lose a game after running up a 21-point lead. So, yeah, I mean. I could get behind the pack on it. I don't think I'd. I don't think I'd be sinking a lot of money in on it.
0: Man, for me, this is looking like maybe one of the easiest lines to predict of the week. I just think the Raiders look bad. Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't look like he's coming back, and so they've got Aiden O'Connell at the quarterback. AOC. You no, know, there we go. I just, I just don't know. I just don't know. They're not really. You know, they finally activated josh jacobs a little bit last week but he has had a real slow start on the season Devontae adams got injured sort of early in the first half he came he's getting back beat up. i feel
1: bad for he's getting beat out of concussion you know, already
0: he's getting. Right. Beat up. i mean he's, uh, very, he's getting it's he's gonna, gonna be, be a, a crap up. team he's looking like a uh you know trade high kind of option for the raiders if things continue on the path that they're on this might be uh dump them for picks kind of situation, but we'll see. I,
1: I hope for his sake. Maybe get back to Green Bay.
0: Right. Get him to a winner. All right, so Packers. I like Green Bay of, in this game. Of the I week, like it straight up or the the Bet of the, the week. Bet of
1: the week of these four. Because the last one here is Cowboys plus three. Of and these half four, the that's green.
0: the one I feel the best about. But you know I, Look, I mean, we won our bet of the week last time handily. So we're up our million dollar fund Araya. is now seeing returns, paying a million dividends. plus
1: fund million plus fund. Yeah. Cowboys plus three and a half at Niners. Game of the week for sure.
0: Game of the week for watching. Yeah.
1: Game of the week for watching. Cowboys plus three and a half at Niners. Oh, I mean, I I don't like that hook. If I'm the Niners, if I'm yeah, the I niners. know, man. That
2: line, that line makes this three. You've definitely got my interest. Three and a half. It's like, whew, okay, yeah. San
1: Francisco minus three. You're like, okay, I'm liking it. Minus three and a half. You're like, but you don't trust the Cowboys right now. At least I don't. I'd rather have the Niners. I think Cowboys probably still offensive line troubles. You know, Dak is kind of like Kirk Cousins. I'm sorry. It's true. He has some good games. He has some bad games. He costs them sometimes. Sometimes he makes great plays. He's a league average guy. He's he's not the worst quarterback by any means. You can win games with him. He's probably right at the cutoff of what a Super Bowl winning quarterback could could do or look like. I don't know. I mean, I I just uh, so I have to go Niners. I want to see a little bit more from the Pat Cowboys offense in a big game.
0: Yeah, he's a he's not he's not a worse quarterback than Brock Purdy. He's you know he's probably a better quarterback than Brock Purdy in a variety of metrics. But all of the other offensive weapons that are around Purdy for the Niners just look that sort of step ahead of anybody that they've got going on in Dallas, right? If you're looking at Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk versus CeeDee Lamb and insert name, I don't really know. You know, Jake Ferguson is looking good as the tight end for Dallas, but you got George Kittle on the other side, Tony Pollard, very serviceable, looking good as the running back, but you've got, you know, Christian McCaffrey on a, as I have hoped to predict uh, as of last week, a MVP season. If he stays Uh, healthy, it's looking good. Hey. You know, those numbers last week, you, you you nearly got me in our fantasy matchup just with uh, those McCaffrey numbers alone. I was seven stink bombs over here.
1: Seven stink bombs and Christian McCaffrey and it was like almost <laughs> enough. yeah, yeah. Had me
0: sweating though. Had me sweating. He,
1: good. Yeah. Jordan Assin getting zero uh, might have been uh, not great for for my odds there. But yeah, he's been that good. He's been uh, wrecking wrecking ball for yeah. sure. So that's the game of the week, Cowboys Niners. But Sunday Night Football, too. So we finally have the game of the week on Sunday Night Football.
0: Yes. Good.
1: We deserve it. Although, hey, the Zach Wilson show last week was kind of fun. I I was, like, ready to start doing house chores and (laughs) checking out the Amazon Prime and Netflix and stuff. And I was like, Zach Wilson kind of wrote me in. I I was kind of excited. All right, let's do quick two college games. Two big games this week. Of course, we're going to pick the Colorado line, as always. But we got the Red River Rivalry. Or the Red River Showdown. Just don't say shootout because not formally
0: a Red River Shootout. Because the Red River Shootout,
1: the... some some people in bars had some fisticuffs over,
0: or perhaps more than fisticuffs. If the name is, uh, they did not.
1: They
2: did not respect the fifty-one percent rule. I guess.
1: Yeah, there's a whole incident I just saw in passing that someone like a bar fight got so bad someone almost got castrated. Yeah. So. Yeah, okay, let's change the name. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with the political correctness. Fine.
0: <laughs> I don't want anyone having that yeah, kind of fate. We don't need to glorify gun violence in any capacity, I guess. so.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm fine with me. People are going to get worked up about this. Like, showdown's fine. Right,
0: you know, rivalry's fine. So right. it's not in the name. It's in the game. Let's see. There
1: we go. Yeah, I like it. So UT minus six and a half. Both these teams are undefeated for the first time in the last 20 years. Last year, the Big 12. If Texas wants to say they're the best team in the history of the Big 12, well, they did win it the first year and they could win it the last year of the Big 12 that they're in it. That would be quite the Texas move to say, yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, you we know you won it like eight times to our three, but we won it first
0: and we won it last. And we got those bookends.
1: <laughs> it's like both teams end up getting locked in this uh, impenetrable, forever, eternal rivalry because they both can say, Texas would be like, we started the best, we ended the best. Oh, you could be like, that's ridiculous. We were the best by far overall. Texas would be like, la, la, la. I don't know what you're talking about.
2: So <laughs> Yeah, well, the SEC, the you know, the SEC <laughs> is going to find a way to protect that game, you know, just like oh, they do. Oh, definitely. And, and they
1: should. Know. They better. But it, it's just something, you know, kind of fun about it. But Texas, my six and a half, Texas could be ranked number one right now. I mean, they've been. Yeah, they they good. have
2: a very legitimate shot at being ranked number one coming out of this game. Um, obviously, that's that's a rivalry. That's a rivalry line, you know. The rankings over here is going to throw the records out, throw everything out. Um, I think one thing you can throw out in this game is the over sixty point five <laughs> with both of those offenses. No, that's the. the this series has gone over that Mark nine out of the last 10 times. It's so you're, net. you're
1: saying 35, 31, something like that.
2: Oh no, I'm, this is probably 48, 34, 48. Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay. Is, way over. Okay.
1: Maybe that's yeah. the better week. The yeah, over
2: in the Texas OU game. Yeah. That's that one might be, you know, we might see one team reach that this could be, but that's what I'm hoping for. At least I'll be at the game. So. Oh, I'm you are going. There. Okay. Yeah. I, I
1: definitely thought about it. Uh, is it a good environment? Maybe, maybe you can tell us next week if it's a good environment or uh, um, next time we have a pod. Yeah, it's actually – it's a
2: fun – it's really – it's different um, than a typical college game or really any any NFL game um, just because it's constant. There's never, you know, your, the home team's on offense or whatnot. It's mm-hmm. just constant noise the entire time. You don't sit down for three hours.
0: I think that over is a no brainer though. I'm just I'm looking at some of these past, you know, scores. And obviously last season, neither team was ranked, and Texas just had that crazy blowout, right? Like 49 to nothing or whatever. But the previous year, both teams were ranked uh and the combined score was over hundred.
1: Yeah. All right. I'd say that's our bet of the week. Let's do that. Should do that <laughs> for our uh five percent. We we won last week, so you know, we don't have to get greedy. Yeah, let's just throw a little little five five percent of the action out, out there right. on that one. Five percent of one point one million dollars. I'll let you do Ooh. the math. All right. All right, Team Dion, they're gonna cover. I'm every week, you know. Colorado, last yeah. four and a half at four ASU. A half. You know, I like that one a lot. Easy, easy money. They're gonna win. They're gonna win, no problem. <laughs> and I guess yeah. I'm already predicting the future, so let's get to it. Crystal ball. Crystal. Yeah. Colorado minus four and a half. I'm liking that one a lot. Take a look, Ezra. You want to give us your exacto?
2: Yeah. So I was taking a look for since we're. It's obviously so far into the NFL season, we know exactly what's going to happen. And the injuries could never derail this. This is already set in stone. It's part of the script. Um, Super Bowl exacta. You have the Niners over Miami, thirty-three to one. So realistically, for me, it was you have the value. To on that the bet.
1: Niners will meet the Dolphins in the Super Bowl. That the Niners will win. That's yeah. thirty-three to one.
2: Thirty-three to one.
1: I like those odds. Great value. Yeah, it's, Great value. That's some good value right there. Will the Niners make the Super Bowl? They're definitely one of the teams that looks like they could do it.
2: Yeah, they're the, they're the odd um, odds-on favorite for the right now. They're plus four fifty to win.
1: Miami coming off that Bills loss, it's probably a good time to bet them. To, to that's miss.
2: that's where yeah. This I've been watching this line; it slid from twenty five to thirty three. So okay. I was going to yeah. say
1: <laughs> buying the dip. All right, I like I like those exact bets. going to look into those a little bit. Sure. Er, Eric, you want to go? You want me to go? I am going baseball. Eric's going yeah. basketball.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, you go baseball. I'll add a brief two cents on baseball before I make my long future bet about basketball.
1: MLB playoffs, the best sports fan watching experience is to follow your team throughout an MLB playoff run. You get like a month of amazing baseball. Every night's intense. You learn about the other team's strength and weaknesses. You hate the other team by the time the series is over. It's so intense. Every ball strike call is, you know, you're, you're yelling at the TV. I was yelling at the TV in the first inning of the first playoff game uh, <laughs> yesterday. It's just, there's nothing else quite like it. I know, Eric, NCAA basketball, March Madness, get your vote here. We'll have a debate sometime just on Best Sports Month and stuff like that. But watching your team embark on an MLB playoff run is just kind of the best.
2: Having said that. Thanks thanks for twisting that knife at least six times in
1: there. Just <laughs> Oh, the Padres weren't even that close. I mean, that's the problem. <laughs> I mean, it's like the most disappointing team of the year. I, I, I like the them too. I like the Padres. The A's, yeah. The A's were. In <laughs> we were the- almost there. In some it was so bad is... that
0: the uh that the organization didn't even send out like their usual end of year thank you to the fans for supporting us this season. They Except just did the it game, at all.
1: The reverse boycott.
0: Like we lost 110 games. No thank you. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the reverse boycott was the best game of the year, the year. Please
0: don't call the office. We're closed until March. Right. That reverse boycott game, by the way, had more fans in attendance than the Tampa Bay playoff game that they just played yesterday. Yeah. Combined. Keep, actually, the, team, keep the team in open.
1: Let's go. But the Phillies, watching the game, watching the fans, electric from before the game even started. It was just like right back to where they were in the World Series. They're that intense. They're picking up where they left off. Really fun to watch. And having said that, my crystal ball, Phillies winning the World Series against the Astros, 4-1, to five-game series, revenge for last year. Phillies fans, that's what we want. We want the Astros in there. We want to beat the Astros. Tied up 1-1. One to one astros were the better team last year they deserve to win it I you know now maybe the phillies lose the marlins but uh and this looks stupid before it's even published but right now you got to think phillies kind of primed could happen they were 12 to 1 to win the series before the playoffs i think that's pretty good value over the braves or the dodgers so anyway that's my prediction phillies astros four to one let's go
0: love it love it put Put some money down on it, Joe. Come on. Man. I need an
1: exacto bet. Ezra, can you... Uh, yeah, I'm actually trying bet?
0: to come up. I'm trying to find That's, that one. You know, right the right Phillies now. edition there probably makes that a, a good value bet. Uh, Astros... It does. Mm.
2: It, it really, that 12 to 1, because you're going to have a 12 to 1 and the exact that you.
1: Yeah, Astros are like 6 to 1. So you're going to have a 12 yeah. to 1 and a 6 to 1, and then you're picking the winner.
0: Yeah, you're so you're... Right, and picking the team those. with the worst odds. as the one. Sure. That's right. Yeah.
2: So you're probably going to be looking at
0: like uh that's
2: probably a 25 to 1 exacta, 18 oh, to 1 exacta. all
0: okay. right What Which kind of party? you might even benefit if the Phillies lose tonight to the Marlins. Yeah, that that of... makes it even better for you.
1: Yeah, they beat the Marlins. We <laughs> wait until they go down 0-2 against the Braves.
0: <laughs> there you go. All right. and then, <laughs> then make that bet.
1: Then we make that bet. What kind of party should we throw? Where should we go? Right. <laughs> you yeah. guys start thinking about it. All right, Eric.
0: Last time you went WNBA. And I think you
1: you got your matchup, right?
0: I did. Here we are. WNBA finals is about to be underway, and it is indeed the two teams that I talked about. So go ahead and check out the last week's pod to learn what I think about that. But um, yeah, this time I'm thinking I'm getting these emails that's like, hey, guess what? We are less than a month away from the start of the NBA season. A great time to be alive. Basketball is coming back. Uh, and so I'm looking at sort of the result, you know, obviously I'm a warriors fan in my heart. I want the warriors to win the NBA championship again this year, not necessarily sure that's as likely to happen as it has been in past years. Uh, we're missing Draymond for the first six weeks or so of the season with a, a new injury. But, um, I did take a look at some of these futures odds. And of course, you know, as we've talked about, when we talked the, uh, Lillard trade, the bucks are sitting in. Uh, right there, it's sort of around plus 400 as a favorite, uh, right along with the Nuggets, obviously, defending champions. But I like, I think, the team that did the best in this Dame Lillard trade by getting rid of garbage and adding <laughs> some unknowns. The Phoenix Suns, oh, uh- plus 650 right now uh, to win it all. I think that's that's some good action. Plus six
1: fifty, man. They really squeeze you on the odds. It should be eight to one, ten to one at least. Yeah, that right. feels, that one feels like a way longer shot than Philly making.
0: <laughs> Warriors are like thirteen or fourteen to one, uh, somewhere somewhere in there. And then yeah, you've got sort of this cluster at the top of Bucks, Nuggets, Celtics, which are really sort of looking like the favorites. It certainly
2: feels like yeah, those it feels like those three are like kind of your well. That depends on whether or not Joker feels like playing basketball this year.
0: Yeah. Oh, man, that video of him walking back into the uh well, like, yeah, just like, oh, God, I am back at work now. I had to leave my home and all my friends and go back to the grind. Yeah, yeah like, another day it's at the, the coal mine. Just like, come on, man, you're playing a game for a living.
1: What are the odds on our favorite team, America's team, Sacramento Kings?
0: <laughs> Good question. They that would be, be a, a really fun one. They be I think that there was somewhere in the nine to, to twelve to one odds. Yeah. Something no, like that. I need
1: 16 to 1. Give me 16 to
0: 1. I'm not sure. Can you negotiate
1: I'm, these things with the uh, <laughs> with the sports books? Yeah.
0: Obviously, there are different sports books, you know. I I look mostly at MGM um for these sort of long futures odds, but you know what? I've got the outright winner list pulled up right here. So let me tell you Kings plus 5,000 50 to one plus yes. 5,000. Yes.
1: That's what we need. There that is, that I mean, is have...
2: exactly the kind of action that we need. Yeah. Your Why sixers. They take a leap.
1: 2, you
0: know,
1: 000. They could. T- Darren Fox takes a lead?
0: Hey, you know knows. becomes yeah. one of the
1: best players? What about OKC? Could OKC get in there? What, oh, my what are God. Ooh, OKC man. has
0: got to be great value. If they could
1: always make, they could always land a massive trade if
0: they wanted. How so. about plus 8,000 for OKC? 80 to 1? No, these now are the long shots. Good. We need to be focused. <laughs> now we're getting
2: out of, out of hand.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, if there was some team that had that little spark in them in the Eastern Conference to make this a really great, you know, Pick the finals bet, right? Thunder versus I don't, you know, the Hawks or something like that. Oh. I don't even know. Oh. <laughs> that seems like now it we're... it seems
1: like too much. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, now now you're now you're pushing reality. I do like <laughs> the Thunder, and I like Shea Gildress Alexander for MVP.
0: Shea is eighteen to one to win the uh, regular season MVP. And we
1: will leave. It. That. that's our show thanks for being here thanks for being you thanks for listening and until we speak again stay tuned. stay tuned next week
2: when we rent out the Sphere in las vegas for the u.s men's national team watch party
1: what is this sphere what are we talking about oh my god you haven't seen this thing, you haven't seen it's, this thing? No. <laughs> it's wild